The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Are you getting mobilized, excited, and obedient to what God is telling you? It is time. You don't want to miss what God is doing in 2020. Only believe and trust Him. In a few weeks, I'll be on my way to the Philippines. I am excited to empower the youth and train and spend some time with a new breed of young leaders in that country. It's not too late for you to sow a seed. This is good and fertile ground. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. Again, it's SOGMI.org, and click Donate. God is doing something awesome, something great among the young people, the next generation. And this new generation will be so powerful, and they will have a different kind of anointing. They will have resources, and their outreaches will be outside of the four corners of the ministry or four corners of our building facilities. They are going to go and take over and influence and apply God's ways of doing things in every sector of society. Because you know why? They're going to have an encounter with God. And once you have a real encounter with God and you started hearing His voice, you'll never be the same again. And at the same time, you will not be satisfied with the status quo. You want to go out there. And these young people are going to be sent out in every sector of society. I am so excited for this great move of God. It will be like no other. And let me tell you why. I have been doing this ministry for a long time. And the Lord sent me, or this ministry, to many nations, to other countries, to empower leaders. We have held several business schools, prophetic schools, leadership training, evangelistic outreaches, thousands of pastors and leaders, even bishops, attended our minister's conference. And the Holy Spirit moved mightily every time, and he's still doing it. There is always this manifested presence of God in all these meetings. All their pastors and leaders were in awe of the move of God. And many of them were saying that this is the first time that they have this kind of encounter, the manifested presence of God. And they were willing to learn. And with our outreaches, in these conferences and training, many relationships came about from these schools and conferences. 
And of course, many lives got changed with our evangelistic crusades, which thousands of people got saved and thousands more were empowered. Thousands got healed. And God's presence always manifests everywhere. And from my experience and observation from these crusades, schools, training, when leaders get empowered, many ended up owning the success of themselves, their systems, and their methods. And they try to take control and own the success of their ministry and have forgotten that it is the Holy Spirit, it is God, our Lord Jesus Christ, who brings things about, who manifests things. And to my dismay, many ended up relying on their systems, methods, their cling to certain doctrines, and the Holy Spirit is not welcome anymore in their services. What happened? They stopped getting hungry for the things of God, and they got comfortable in their success. Many even limit the move of the Holy Spirit in their congregation, and some put many stumbling blocks for others to mature or to learn about God. In other words, they started controlling the move of God, and God is sovereign. The Holy Spirit is not going to force himself, but you're not going to experience a manifested glory. You're not going to see signs and wonders following. Others, they liked the presence of God. They liked the crowd that are coming on their services and, and this training. And they have new members of the church. Their congregation started growing. They love the wonderful prophecies that were released upon their life. But they stopped desiring those. Instead, they wanted more money. That is very sad. Instead of looking for God as their source, they want this ministry to support them financially instead of pursuing the things of God. So this new breed of people, this younger generations, they will be trained. There is no religiosity in them. They don't like the system. They want God. So this new group of leaders will have their own resources, and they will continue to apply God's ways of doing things. The Holy Spirit will continue to reveal Jesus to them and about the future. So whether in their ministry, whether in their personal life, or in their career or businesses, they will apply or implement God's ways of doing things, and they will disciple others to do the same. Once you witness and taste the move of God, you will rightly discern religiosity or man-made doctrines from the move of God. And they will not, this new group of people, will not succumb to their success or fear of men. They want the revelation of Christ. They will not settle for anything else than knowing Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. I am privileged to train them and to empower young people from 14 years old 
and probably up to 20 years old. I am excited about that because if somebody had mentored me at that age, man, it will be so awesome. It is awesome now because I continue to encounter God. But could you imagine if you start that young, just like the younger generation of Freedom Fellowship Church? This is all they know to worship God and the manifested presence of God. Now we're going to sow that seed. You and I, by partnering with me, we're going to sow that seed overseas. So you can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate, okay? So I'm excited. So God will continue to raise younger people all over the world. Then we will see the glory of God, the glorious church, and the true government of God will be implemented here on earth. In last week's broadcast, I emphasized that in these last days, we need to focus on prophecies and instruction to the church. Instead of focusing on the bad things happening all over the world, you focus on those things. They will get bigger. They will get more complicated. That you will give in to fear and panic. Those are not for us. Why are these things happening? Harvest has come. The church, you and I, will reap a good and bountiful harvest. And the nations all over the world will reap what they have sowed. This is what's happening all over the world. So stay focused on Jesus, okay? You will be in a safe place. Always look at Psalm 91. It says there that we will only see with our own eyes the punishment of the wicked, but it will not come near us. Another thing, I am going to redirect your focus on some things that many of the body of Christ are focused on. And what I'm about to release to you will rattle or mess up some of your doctrines, all right? This is what a prophecy is all about. This is the main focus of prophecy. It is to point everyone to our Lord Jesus Christ, and His ways of doing things, and His plan for your life. Revelation 19.10 says, in part, that the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ is a spirit of prophecy. So I am going to redirect you and point a way to our Lord Jesus Christ in one of the focus that a lot of people, a lot of leaders have been teaching. And I even believed it in my early walk with the Lord because I wanted knowledge. I want to learn as much as I can. But now that we are in these last days and a lot of things are happening, I need to redirect you on who you are and what to expect as a member of the Bride of Christ, as a member of the Body of Christ. And if you're listening now and you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is the time. The Holy Spirit is all over you. All you need to do is to say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive my sins. And I want to be born again. Or you can call me at 210-695-1630 and give me the honor and privilege to lead you to him. You need to be born again. God has been after you all this time. And don't be afraid. You don't lose anything but gain your life. 
everlasting. So now, let me go back to my topic. So many, even respected leaders, have been saying all these years, for many, many generations, when we focus or wait for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, or if it's Armageddon comes in, everybody is saying that the time clock is Israel or Jerusalem. You have heard this, and probably you've been teaching it too. But take a listen. Whatever is happening in Israel, that is the sign of what is ahead, etc., etc. Many are saying that Israel is the time clock. For the Jewish people and for those that are operating under the Old Covenant or those who are under the law of Moses, that is true. Israel is your time clock as far as the coming Messiah. It is true that in the Bible, the nation of Israel is the apple of God's eyes. Many Christians believe that when you bless the nation of Israel, you too will be blessed, right? And that is also true. But for those of us that have been born again, those who are followers and disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ, the end times clock or our time clock is Jesus himself and his coming You're going to see it, you're going to know that it is near when the glorious church will emerge. He is our time clock, and I'm going to show you in the scripture. Also, those who are followers of our Lord Jesus Christ are also, the church is also the apple of God's eyes because of Jesus. We are under the new covenant which is the covenant of love. We are not under the law of Moses. We are under grace. Nothing can change that, whether you know it or not. For us Christians, our time clock is what's happening in the body of Christ. So I want you to take a deep breath, relax. This is something that you need to take a look at so that you focus on Christ. Because what I am saying is true. Refocus on Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 3, verses 2 through 6, I'm going to read from NIV. Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is Apostle Paul talking. Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to men in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. So, we Christians are also the apple of God's eyes. 
And those who bless us will also be blessed. I'm talking about the true Christians, okay? Those that are committed their lives to our Lord Jesus Christ. Not wannabes. Not half-cooked Christians. Those that signs and wonders are following them. As we stated, signs and wonders are following us because this is what Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 18. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Keep that in mind. Good news, not bad news. Whomsoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not harm them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Verse 20. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his words by the signs that accompanied it. So that is the criteria. So you know where you're at. It's time to receive new revelation from the Lord, and it's time to focus on Christ alone. So this is the time clock for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's in Psalm chapter 110, verse 1. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. This is referenced in Luke chapter 20, verse 43, Acts chapter 2, verse 35, and Hebrews 1, verse 13. So the Lord is going to continue to sit at the right hand of God until we make his enemies a footstool for his feet. It means to say that the church will emerge as a glorious, powerful, anointed church. And we are the one who's going to make the enemies of our Lord as a footstool for him here on earth. So we don't pray for God to do something. He gave us his name. And God the Father sent the Holy Spirit to enable us, to empower us, to lead us, to teach us. So the Lord Jesus is not coming until his enemies are defeated. Until we are at the helm. This is what is being prophesied in Revelation. It says, the kingdoms of this world has now become the kingdoms of our God and of Christ. So we are the body of Christ. In Hebrews chapter 10, verses 12 and 13, says, But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. Verse 13. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. So remember the thing that Satan is under our feet? It means to say that everything 
that is from Satan, whether it's a system, whether it's a method, including the system or the Babylonian system of this world, will be made a footstool under Jesus' feet. In Isaiah 66 verse 1 says, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. And this is where we're at. For the Jewish people who are not saved, they are waiting for their Messiah. And before the Messiah comes in, it was prophesied about the Armageddon, about all of those things that will happen of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. For us, our time clock is what is being accomplished in his name by the body of Christ here on earth. Because Jesus said, from the beginning until John, the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing and the violent take it by force. We will going to implement God's ways of doing things. We will continue to preach the gospel of good news in power through the leading of the Holy Spirit. The transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will manifest fully. And we will going to dictate the outcome of what is happening in this world in accordance to God's perfect will and God's perfect plan. This is who we are. This is the time clock when the enemy is fully defeated, when the Babylonian system of this world, when the demons are being cast out among people. This is what's happening at the same time with what is happening with the rest of the world. But in everywhere that you go, the good news is not being reported, but we have to rely on the Holy Spirit to tell us and to go where he tells us to go and to obey his instruction to the letter. Once you and I start implementing God's ways of doing things here on earth, then things will start manifesting. Signs and wonders will follow us according to Mark chapter 16. Jesus will continue to work with us and confirm his words to us or the revelation that we receive from the Holy Spirit with the signs accompanying our work. So we produce it at the same time that the world is harvesting what is due to them. We will continue to expand our outreaches. We need to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ and what we're doing. Or else, if you look upon the world, you will lose hope. As if it's already predetermined that Satan is going to control the whole world. No, no, he's not going to. Not the body of Christ. We have a lot of work to do. And you know what? God really wants to bless you. Yes, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to all of you. And today, especially you, Robert, don't even think that this is your last opportunity, that you blew the opportunities. As long as it is called today, today, hearken unto him. Listen to my voice and then talk to the Lord about things and things will be restored, okay? I see you as a leader. If you don't believe in yourself, Believe on the one who called you and appointed you. It is his idea, so he is more than able to restore you, to equip you, and to bless you. And this applies to many of you. Estella, get on, my sister. 
this is for you. This 2020 is your year, okay? And let me pray for all of you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you're opening the hearts of your people. Those that are listening in this radio, Lord, I thank you for the understanding that they need to focus on you and what role are they supposed to play or to take part in these last days. Lord, I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off IH10. Our morning service starts at 1030. And if you cannot be there, we are live streaming at exactly 11 o'clock. And subscribe to Sons of God and visit our website. Obey God today, sow a seed, so that we can continue to expand this radio broadcast and for the mission trip to the Philippines by going to SOGMI.org and click Donate, or you can mail your check at Post Office Box 1579, Helotis, Texas 78023. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.